So, I wanted to say my testimony. Whew, I thought it was going to be easier to talk about this. I'm not going to lie. But, this is my testimony about how I was delivered from sexual sin and homosexuality. So I wrote it all down. I generally don't know how long this recording is going to be. But I just want it to be authentic. So I wrote this on the 25th of July, 2021. I'm 14 years old. And I, I don't know. I have many testimonies since I've given my life to Christ, since I've been baptized. But this one is just for me. I don't know, I feel so free and delivered. So I'm going to start with my childhood. And I was raised Catholic, and I went to a Catholic church. I went to a Catholic school, and most of the people around me were Catholic in my family. And it massively affected my life, positively and negatively, because there was something for me to lean on. There was, you know, always that upbringing of God and believing. But it wasn't the right way, it wasn't biblical. And my mum was a Catholic and my dad was a Christian. But my mum got me baptised and I even received Holy Communion. And I never saw the Catholic Church as a bad thing. Um, I was a quite good helper and I was pretty invested in the church and involved. I would help my mum around and I knew the songs. And I liked to sing, I liked to get up and, you know, help out and go in the the children's little meeting and even you know try help the, the younger kids even at my young age as well because I was 12 and younger and I quite enjoyed it and I didn't think of the, the idolatry and the things that the Catholic Church was teaching because I was young and I think for me I really stopped um, my I don't know but I kind of didn't think of God as something so big as I do think of now because of the way the Catholic Church taught me in the church that I was in. And I think it was just hard for me to for me to close that chapter. But we moved on. So when I was in year six, um When I got to year six, I kind of developed a lot of insecurity and I was one of the least developed girls in my class and the shortest and many people would point it out. Many people would point it out and it did affect me, which led me to kind of subconsciously copy my best friend. I didn't think of it that I was copying her but it made me find comfort in myself to see that somebody who was more developed and more acceptable in a way for how we were i thought that if i just kind of in my head i do that it would just make me look older i feel older i feel more mature but I never thought I was copying her. I just kind of did it and I didn't realise. And I felt so bad about myself and that I was short and small and I was a late bloomer. And it really affected me 
and also small comments that people made and it it really affected me and it I I felt so bad about myself and I wanted to gain weight I'd watch YouTube videos and I'd even started calorie counting which got so unhealthy I would make sure that I would eat a certain amount of calories I would tell my mom I wanted to gain weight I would check the scale nearly every day and I would ask my friends let's compare weights let's see you know who pretty much who's the healthiest and yeah this is also part of my year seven as well after I saw after I was copying my best friend then I've I started to go into calorie counting. I was already in year seven and watching YouTube videos and stuff. I was in year seven. Um, I was pretty much 12 and under. From maybe 11 to 12, I was doing this. And obviously in secondary, it kind of became worse. And I was always comparing myself to my friends and to others and judging myself and predicting when I was going to get my period and seeing which one of us was the most developed and who gained the most weight because to me it was just about how i could be like society how i could be like those other girls and how i could be taller and flourished and look a certain way and i was just very insecure and i kind of put my insecurities on other people and one of my friends um a primary school friend was quite rude and disobedient and she was lustful and I think this is by the time I kind of ended my year seven year with all the insecurities and calorie counting and all that going into year eight and I have this friend who I'm really close with but very lustful disobedient and rude and I started to mimic what she was doing without realizing she was so lustful and she would watch pornography. I can just say porn. She would watch porn and she would send it to me on Instagram. And at this time in my life, life was okay. It wasn't the best. I wasn't happy. But it was all right. We were in the middle of the pandemic, the huge pandemic. And in March, there was a lockdown global which was on for six months and sadly my dad caught COVID-19 and it made me feel so tired and depressed and anxious and I didn't know what life had come to. Through all of this we had online school and I was struggling to be motivated and and happy and this was by the time we got to maybe mid-April, so from March to mid-April, I was just sick of it. And going back to lust and porn, I started to find comfort in watching porn. And I first would just watch it because it was pleasing. And then it started to develop more into becoming a reward for myself. And I generally thought of it as a reward, as a gift. And I would think that, oh, if I do my homework, then I can go masturbate because I deserve it. Especially through social media, normalizing it. I thought that it was okay 
and that everybody does it. And I first started to watch porn from Instagram, from freaky accounts and things that my friends sent me, and I go into it. And then from other websites, apps, Pornhub, YouTube, other websites. And I found comfort and happiness in it because I didn't really have anything else. At the start, I felt normal and innocent and I was just watching it. But then my emotions got into it and objects. And I'd masturbate myself with my hands so I could find pleasure in it and enjoy it. Then it became an addiction, and I couldn't go a day without it. And that's a demon, because in, in the Bible says, you know, that's the devil, it's spirit of sexual immorality. And I was lustful, and I was an adulterer in the heart. And I started using objects, such as pens, pencils, even the ends of hairbrushes, to masturbate myself. And I would find pleasure in it. I would like it. And I would look at YouTube videos. I'd look at sex online. Sex noises. I would even look at cartoons. Having sex. Anime. And for me, it felt so good to find happiness at looking at sex on a screen. And through porn, and through porn, I started exploring different types of categories. Firstly, heterosexual sex. Then I looked at homosexual sex between men and men and women and women to see, you know, which one I liked. My thoughts became perverted and I just wanted, and I just always wanted to watch it. I found comfort in it and I was addicted. I'd look at different types, different ones all the time, exploring from different pages, apps, websites, just to see the one that had the right sounds and what would make me feel better. I started to love the idea of lesbian sex. It made me feel pleasure, it made me feel wet. I had at one point a spiritual husband and a spiritual wife, and if you don't know what that is, it's just the demons inside of you that you can't let go of because it's an addiction. I would try as hard as I could to stay away from masturbation and porn, but I couldn't. I had opened so many doors in my life to the enemy that I couldn't stop. I masturbated every day from April to maybe October, I think, or maybe earlier than October, maybe August. I'm not sure. Maybe later, maybe November. But 
I'm not quite sure. I don't really remember when I stopped exactly. I just know it was before December, before the new year in 2021. And I started going to a Christian church in August. And I really enjoyed it. But I felt so sinful and so, I don't know, I just felt so convicted that I was at church and I thought it was for perfect people and all these people know what they're doing and they praise God and I'm here, a homosexual in a church who has an addiction to pornography, who's depressed, wants to kill herself anxious all the time and I thought I really enjoyed this but I don't know if this is for me which was the enemy putting thoughts into my head and I did really like it I felt welcomed and after August of a month of being at the church I really enjoyed it my dad got me into it me and my brother my mum and my dad all transitioning from the lifestyles that we were in before. And I went back to school in September. And before that, September, I started to feel passion for Jesus after the sermons, the services that I was going to. I started to feel passion. And I posted about it on my Snapchat. And I remember going back to school and two of my friends mocking me and talking about how I posted a, a, a video about God and I felt so confused and I just shrunk up and I didn't say anything. And that was one of the first times where I had received maybe hate or I don't know how to explain but a type of discourage from being a Christian. At this point, from maybe April, I, or maybe May, I genuinely just, I was quite suicidal, but I didn't know that I was suicidal. I just thought it was, this was normal, this is just teenage things. And after, when it got to maybe after September, October, November, and a bit of December, I just wanted to kill myself. I just didn't want to feel pain anymore. And I know that it wasn't just from my past, even though it was from my past, but it was also from the devil trying to take me away from church and show me that, you know, if God's so good, then why do you have pain? You shouldn't be going through this. Children of God don't go through this. And I was filled up with so many lies and so many different things and left so many doors open that I, I didn't know what to do. And I remember thinking to myself many times, maybe from June, 
2020 that I had a porn addiction and I became so perverted that my YouTube was coming up with things about sex and I would love to watch it and I, I let that wickedness inside of me and I allowed it because I thought that it was okay and I let it get out of hand and I tried to stop it but I couldn't and I kept falling back into masturbation and homosexuality and depression and even self-diagnosing myself which to me I don't think I I, I mean I know I was self-diagnosing but those are just demons they were just demons inside of me that I'd left doors open to them to come in and I had strong feelings of resentment towards my family and my parents especially and I felt like my life was just so bad because of them and because they hit me as discipline, which I didn't understand. And I'd look at Instagram pages about depression and send them to my friends and post them on my story. And basically trying to reach out for help, but I didn't want to say that I needed help. I would send them to my close friends and tell them the signs of depression. And I think they all noticed that I was depressed. I would distance myself, I would act happy, but I truly wasn't. I was so upset. I was discouraged, unmotivated. I was just trying to reach out for help, but I didn't want to ask for help. I thought that help was for the weak and that I didn't need it. And that wasn't for me. I would look at these Instagram pages and I would see that they would show symptoms of depression, anxiety and just other things. And I would look at it and I would think, I have every single thing that's on that list and I'd say wow I'm depressed I I'm done for I don't know anymore with life and I didn't want to self-diagnose but I had already left the demon and the spirit of depression and anxiety to come in and I thought you know I'm just self-diagnosing it's just you know but truly it was just the demons and the spirits and the devil trying to take me away from god from the church and i came out to myself as a bisexual i knew in myself that i had quite raging emotions towards women after watching perverted things and I felt as if I was bisexual and never wanted to admit it. And I did that in the middle of September, maybe October, after my friend had come out to me as also a bisexual and later coming out in different ways, but I don't want to expose that. 
and I was so perverted and I was so lost. I used her as a rebound from myself to try and feel happy. And me and my best friend pretty much dated. We would talk about everything together and flirt with each other, mainly me trying to use her, but not thinking that I was. But she tagged along and she didn't tell me that it was wrong. And I would send her homosexual posts from Instagram and from TikTok. And I would look for cute lesbians, girls, you know, on TikTok so that I could masturbate from it. And even lesbians kissing and videos and even apps and stories that were homosexual characters. And I'd feel interested in it. And I used her in a way to take out my homosexual perversion. I would hug her really tightly, hold her hand. And she was quite depressed because she also came and told me that she had tried to commit suicide during the six months, which caused me to even feel more empathetic for her. I felt like I was the one that needed to save her. I would hold her hand, I would hug her tightly, I would hold her waist, and I would rub her inner thighs in class and massage her back just so I could make her feel better. But I didn't realize that I was doing it for myself and not for her. We would do it to each other. We'd rub each other's thighs in class, sexually in a way. We would try to just say that we were friends because we were just doing it as a joke. But for me, I think it started to feel like, what am I doing? Am I, am I doing it as a friend or am I actually, am I actually starting to like this and I started to wonder about was I crazy like did I have a crush on her and I don't think I did but I thought that maybe there's a possibility because I could never think of being together but I could think about using her and just being there just to do things. But I would always say we're just friends. But I was confused. And I'd only want to hang out with her and be alone with her. And we would get called names and be made fun of. And we would cuddle in front of other people, hug and flirt in front of other people as if we were together. But then we would say that we're just friends. And we would cuddle in the playground. And I was in year nine. We would talk on the phone pretty much every day. We would text all the time. 
and it's from September to about December. I stole her first kiss from her, and we kissed on the lips a couple times. And I did kind of enjoy it because it was a way for me to take out my perversion on somebody. And she allowed it. And I felt like I had control. I felt like I was happy. I felt like it was just like in the pornography. And I would kiss her. And it became normal for us. And many people thought that we were dating. We would always say, no, we're just friends. And we would plan together that the next time somebody would ask, we would just say yes. But something inside of me wouldn't let me. And I think that was God. I think that was God pulling me out of that of that situation. And one time these girls asked us one time if we were dating and I said yes. And then they asked me, oh really? And I said no. And I didn't just say no like, oh no, we're not. I said no. And I don't know what came over me to say no. But it just felt right to say no. It didn't feel good to say yes. It didn't feel right to say yes. And I wasn't even thinking about our plan together of us saying yes. I was just thinking. I, I wasn't thinking. I just said no because it was just what felt right and we would joke around uh, just joking like friends but we didn't realize that we were sewing it for each other we would say that we would suck each other's toes as a joke and fingers etc and we didn't realize how sexual that could be and i loved being able to have somebody but with no commitment i didn't have to be in a relationship to get all the things that I wanted, the things that I saw from pornography, except sex. But just the flirtatiousness and the comfort. And I would tell boys that I was straight. But after I came comfortable, I would say to some people that I was no label. But I was a bisexual. At heart, I was. Or I thought I was. I really wasn't. And my friend came out to me as a lesbian. Soon after, she told me she was bisexual. She came out as a lesbian. And then that starts to question in my mind. Oh, there's no right man for me. I don't know a man for me. So maybe I am a lesbian as well. But I couldn't come to the thought of ever being a lesbian. It didn't feel right to me. It didn't feel right. It didn't feel correct. I felt wrong. And I had already started going to the church. And I felt convicted. But it corrected me in a good way.
And I was so perverted that I tried to show my friend what a hickey was one time from seeing it in a sexual video. And in the playground when we were together, I sucked on her neck, trying to give her a hickey, but not actually. Just trying to show her how it was, how it works, even though I didn't really know it was my first time. But I enjoyed it. And I think for her, she was, didn't want her parents to see. And I wasn't actually trying. I was just trying to show her. And she said to me, you know, make sure it's not actually a hickey. And laughed. And I was thinking, you know, I'm not actually going to do it. I'm just showing you. But I enjoyed it. And I think for some time, she enjoyed it as well. But it was more the thought of what her parents would think and what others would think. And I don't think that it was the right decision for me to make. And we were pretty much dating. Until I started to feel more convicted, maybe in November. I'm not sure. But I didn't know what to do, so I told her that my new church was telling me these things and that I was starting to believe it. And she was shocked and she tried to convince me otherwise, but she supported me anyways. And I said to her how I'm starting to think homosexuality is a sin. I'm starting to think that all oh, the Bible is true. I'm starting to think that this is how it is. I'm starting to think that this is wrong. What we're doing is wrong. And I was confused about my beliefs and I was still anxious and quite depressed and pretty much every day I was crying since April 2020 until maybe December even until the new year came I was still upset every day but with God in my life from going to church all the time my parents got me into it Friday services Sunday services praying together as a family I started to develop a love for God and my dad showed me testimonies and opened my heart to the love of God and I was convinced by the Holy Spirit through my dad that I should get baptized and that was in January in 2021 a Saturday on the 9th of January, and I got baptized, me and my brother, my two cousins and my aunt, and also, previously I'd seen my mum get baptized a few months earlier, so I knew how it was. And since then, I felt so free from pornography, homosexuality, lust. I felt so free. It's July now, 2021, and I'm more than six months clean from homosexuality, masturbation, pornography, 
and glory to God for me being free because I don't know why I would continue doing because I got my friends into it. And for me, I was deceiving people. But God delivered me. And it's just the most amazing thing. And I remember one time I prayed, I think in November, for God to free me from homosexuality because I felt so wrong doing it after being at church for two months or so, three months. And he delivered me. He he came through and the next day all the feelings were gone. I remember praying, sitting here right on my bed and saying, God, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm tired. I want to serve you, but I don't know how. I, I don't want to be a homosexual. I don't want to do this. And I remember the next day I woke up and I felt so free. I felt so light. I felt like it was all gone. But the enemy was trying to attack me. But I felt so happy away from all those things. But the journey only hadn't even, it hadn't even started from then. It was just about to start. And I'm so thankful for God because I'm more than thankful. Thank God. Because without him, I don't know where I would be. I might have been dead. I might have been a lesbian, a bisexual, deceiving other people. But this is my testimony about how God saved me. And I think this is very important and this can help many other people. And hopefully, others can start to see the true works of God and how he can operate in your life. How he can operate in your life. I just want to thank God for freeing me. And I hope that whoever sees this, they can realize that if they're living in these sins that it's time to become delivered. It's time to stop. It's time to follow God. It's time to walk with God. It's time to change. Thank you for listening. And whoever's watching or listening to this. Hopefully you can see that this really means a lot to me and that this is very hard to speak up about, especially 35 minutes of this. So have a good day. Bye-bye.